listening to The Nasty Table, the premier source for tabletop role-playing actual play. Now come on in, relax, and pull up a seat to The Nasty Table. Happy birthday to you, and many more. <laughs> There's not going to be anybody else signing for this body. Hey. Hey. Hey, Becker, this is Sergeant Roy McNeil. We plan on going to see something that we think you would be interested in. This is newer than any of the relics that we saw in Rome. Italian, maybe French, handcrafted, 18th century. I know it was me. I was here this morning. Not I'm telling not us. choosing to do it. You choose not to tell us, though. You guys got to get back here fast. We just got a call. Somebody saw RJ. Yeah, this is a comfy hoodie. Nice. I was gonna bring you your treat if we had. If we're doing a long session on Monday. I'll bring you your treat. Yeah, we're uh, back to the regularly scheduled program on Monday. Just needed the. Uh, had to take had to take that Monday off for the Eagles. Go Birds! Say we have another Monday game. Seaman. I'm working at the shit shoot in Camden. The what? Are you? Yeah. The what, shit shoot. What is that? Like, the fucking, like... Shit shoot. Like, the poop plant. Whoa. It's disgusting. Nice, Outside, dude. it's disgusting. Inside, it's not bad. We're just tiling the bathrooms, but it's like, we get there... You're tiling the bathrooms at the shit shoot? At the shit shoot, yeah. Whoa. For all the shit shoot workers to shower in, basically. Shit <laughs> shoot and up. shower. Shit shoot and shower. <laughs> And crack, if you want. You can get crack right around the corner. <laughs> so, like, I come in, like, dude, let me tell you. Yeah. 6.30, 6.30 in the morning-ish. Yeah. The crackheads don't sleep, man. They're still out. They're still out and about at that time. Yeah, they are. Superheroes, yeah. man. They are superheroes. They I remember when I, crazy. when I worked in Camden, every morning, driving into the... Into the, where I was working at, it wasn't an office; it was outside. It wasn't a poop shoot. It wasn't a, poop. <laughs> a fuck uh, like a, a prostitute would walk up. Yeah. To my, when I would be stopped at a red light, the same yeah. prostitute every yeah. morning. Yeah, it's real shit. It's actually so crazy. Yeah. Didn't you get chased honest, down by yeah. a bunch of little kids? Yes. Camden? <laughs> How do you? What? That's so How scary. Do you know that? I feel like you told that story before. In Philly, <laughs> I did. Yeah, you, I, I think you definitely did find little kid. Yeah. Define little kid. Like, Age. Seven to nine. That's scary. Dude. They, How many were there? Like a dozen. Really? <laughs> Maybe ten. Were they trying to like rob you? I was just going for a run with one of my friends and like we were in West Philly and it was a bunch of little kids hanging out on like someone's front porch and they were like, What are what are you doing? I was like, going for well, a you run. You were jogging in the wrong hood. Yeah. And like when I was running back, they started chasing us and I was like, Don't fucking come back here, we gonna smoke you, motherfucker. No way. I'm serious, seven to That's nine. That's crazy. It's like Varys' <laughs> kids. It is. And he like bro. has like kill people. <laughs> Dude, that's wild. I have little birds yeah, everywhere. My little birds are Dude, everywhere. They got so territorial. Could I please have a recap of the last session, guys? Let's get this money, baby. With the coffin loaded on the back of a flatbed, the four of you, along with Dr. Bastian Becker, find yourselves outside of Quick Store. Ray, with the radio still in your hands, 
you've been asked to return to the station by Lieutenant Longo because, quote-unquote, someone saw RJ. At this point, it's around 6.30. Technically, 30 minutes left in your shift. What do you guys want to do? Let's get the fuck back. Yeah, hop in the car, boys. Is that a... Lights on, baby. Is that secure? Are we... Should we ask him what car we're looking for? Or if he was driving, or... I don't know if he was in a car. Listen, let's just get going. We're going to escort the truck back with the coffin in it, right? Uh, Someone hop on the radio while I drive if you want to talk to him. Get some more info. Becker kind of stands on the curb, kind of observing. You want to ride back? (laughs) Didn't you drive him in your personal? Yeah. Yeah. I can call a cab. It's not a huge ordeal. (laughs) Becker, you're not arrested. You're just being attacked. (laughs) Uh, fuck. All right. I, I look to my boys. Bitch. I'm like, okay. Right. Is it on the way back to the station? No. <laughs> oh. God damn it. Sergeant McNeil, I don't want to um, overextend, but if you wouldn't be opposed, I wouldn't mind staying at the station. If you had any more questions for me, if there's any context I can provide, I could be a little bit closer. But it's... It's up to you. I'm just offering. Oh, God damn it. I don't want to fucking drive. We got a bread and back, breakfast back at the, back, back at the station. <laughs> stay All right, yeah, get in. Okay. Get in, Becker. Sure thing. And he gets in your passenger seat. All right. I get in the back, I guess. <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> Have Becker talk to Lou on the radio. I've, Yo, uh, Becker, get more information. <laughs> Two cars in the flatbed going back to the station? Yeah. Okay. You guys make your way there pretty quickly, I imagine, uh, with some speed. Uh, you do pull up to the station, get out, make your way inside? Yeah. yeah. Where do you guys direct the flatbed with the coffin on it? Um, To wherever we would have... Well, is... is Where's the car stored? Is that still outside? Yeah, there's like a back lot. Do we have any type of like trailer pull up at all? Like, what, what, like a like, like a loading bay? Yeah, anything, just like garage door type of thing. Yeah, there would be a garage door, kind of like in the back that you would just roll up and be able to okay. bring it in. Yeah, we'll, we'll like pull if up there's to that. any kind of like uh, crime scene analysis that needs to happen on cars, they would pull it into like a little bay. It's a small bay, but okay. Uh, I'm gonna pull up and say. Fuck it, we're just gonna throw it in the garage for now. We'll uh we'll deal with it tonight. Um and then just yeah. Yep. Pull up open the door, load it up. Pulls in, puts it down, flatbed comes out, the coffin is there down on the ground. Uh this garage connects basically into like the back hallway where those conference rooms are set up, uh that you guys have been in prior. So it's basically at the back of the station. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we'll just lock this room up. Yeah, lock it up. And can we we can walk in through the back too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, make your way. Some type of like uh, blanket or tarp just laying around either. Yeah, there's like like a blue tarp that you can kind of put right over it. Easy enough to do. Make your way in through the back of the station, making your way to the lobby. Uh, Do you head downstairs into the VCU? Yeah, looking for the lieutenant's office. Yeah, I guess there's like a fucking break room to tell Becker to go in there. Like point him that way. Yeah. Tell him the coffee's re- in the tell him the coffee's really good. <laughs> Lock him in the break room. We'll be back in a couple hours. 
Lang's pouring coffee into the coffee filter. <laughs> Throw a couple of magazines in there. <laughs> well, I'll be here if you need me. All right. Thanks, Becker. Gives you a nod. Steps into the break room. He starts T posing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys make your way down into the VCU where Lieutenant Longo is sitting at his desk, but rises quickly as you step down. He makes his way um, away from his desk towards you guys. So we got a call. Uh, I took notes, but I have her phone number if we need it. And he pulls out a pad. Gas station attendant, Jill Singleton, 24 years old. Uh, information that she saw RJ with some men. Um, this is out in the sale. It's a suburb northwest of Minneapolis. So it's about two hours away, but close to Minneapolis. I wrote down what she said. Uh, but like I said, I got her phone number if you want to ask more questions. She said this was last Thursday, New Year's Eve. Gas station was closing early to celebrate. Group of men pulled up, politely asked if they could use the payphone inside. They bought some snacks, full tank of gas, a case of beer. This woman was outside locking up the pumps. Saw that man from the photo. She was talking about the newspaper. Um really thick beard she says uh, she remembered the eyes um, he was in the back seat of a car that they were filling up staring at her through the back of a windshield she said he was smiling and he waved at her um, she says she could be misremembering but he looked a little beat up um, after that they left but the other guys the two guys that he was with this is the kicker, have been coming back to that gas station every single night to use that payphone. Did she give an approximate time? She said before midnight, but after nine. We gotta stake it out. Now? Yeah. I have an address for it. If you get there early, you might be able to talk to her. I don't know how you guys want to play this. Time is it? At this point, 6.30. Let's get the fuck over here. Guys, we don't have jurisdiction in that area. Okay, now we can, if we're smart, we we don't conduct any serious operations, no arrests, surveillance only, and we won't raise any eyebrows. Any Anybody at state we can trust? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, you're, you're reading my mind because I reached out to Captain Thornton to see what we could do. We came up with a plan, but it's really shaky. What we can do is we can create a joint operation task force. Okay, usually these task forces are created to make it easier for state police to operate within other jurisdictions but me and Captain Thornton think that we can pull off the opposite to give us jurisdiction over state police jurisdiction. And there are a lot of highways in Minneapolis. And he kind of like looks at you for like a little long when he says that. Now, what we can do is create a task force with Captain Thornton. He's going to provide two men. He said he would. And... If we do it like this, any activities that we do are completely legal. 
and completely hidden from Minneapolis. They'll know that a task force was made. The idea that we had was to have it officially as a fugitive search, fugitive apprehension task force. But we're going to need a decent amount of people to make it look legit. Now, you don't have to wait for that to get going. I can handle that in the background. But if you guys want to go here, stake out this gas station, see exactly what the story is. I know that we're not trying to get it to be, uh, to turn into a confrontation, but even so, would it, do we have anything on these guys? It's not like they have a, nobody's reported him missing. It's not like he's kidnapped. Or is it associating with... He's a person of interest that we want to detain. What do you think, Sarge? If Minneapolis isn't going to find out about it, then we don't have much time before we got to get out of here. Okay. He sits in contemplation for a while. You guys get out there. <clears throat> I'll start pushing whatever paper I need to push. Make a task force. Thornton is providing two highway patrol officers, but we're going to need at least five or six, hopefully, extra people that we can assign to it. And it's going to be official on paper. Give us a little bit of ability to cut through a lot of this red tape. I know that this case is personal but if we want to do it right this is how we have to do it and this is the only way that I can think to actually do it in a legitimate police fashion can you come up with six people six of our own people easy not counting you Sarge yeah that's right um I'll get a list. I'll get a list. Give me five minutes. Okay. Here's the address. And he hands you a folded up piece of paper. Cool. Her phone number's under there, too, if you want to make a call before you leave. Okay. Do you have uh, contacts for these two? State? I mean, do you want to actually bring them? Because it was more of a cover. All right. Can they tap the phone for us before we get there? We'd need to make use of the back room. We'd have to, at least us, state police doesn't have it, but make an official request for him. And that request would probably come out of Minneapolis for any kind of phone tapping. Might be able to find from another town nearby, but it would take us at least two days. Think about just us on the other side of the wall with a little cup. Get sorry here to listen to the conversation. This is big, guys. Lieutenant, do we know anybody local that could maybe do something like this? Maybe, I don't know. I'm not saying a private hire, but... Well, for phone tapping? Yeah. Look, I mean, it's not just as easy as hooking up a wire to the phone. Okay, we'd need an entire room. Someone who actually knows how to use phone tapping. We need the equipment, which... I mean, that would be hundreds of dollars out of our budget. 
And we can do it, like I said, but it would take us at least two days to get that set up. I don't know if we have two days. Okay. That's fair. Do we still have that tape recorder? Yep. Okay. Okay. Alright. We'll get a list for you. Get to it. Alright. And I step back and I'm and I like wave to you guys to like let's let's get a list together. Before he turns around, he says Roy, please don't fuck this up. I will do everything in my power not to, sir. Okay. Goes back in his office, closes the door as he picks up a phone. I sit back and, and I say, okay, six people, right? So, six additional people. So you three, three more, right? Maybe Gaines, maybe Lang, he's very tired. Who else do we trust dearly? Also, if you want any additional context on how a task force like this would operate, you would have that experience. Any questions, ask me, I can tell you. Normally, how this works is yeah. local police contact state police and says, hey, we need help on a case. Mm -hmm. State police only has jurisdiction over the highways and rural areas that don't have like a designated town police, right? So a town police will say, state police, we need your help on this case. We need extra manpower. We create a task force. Sometimes it also involves other agencies, like the FBI, or I don't know if the DEA existed in a large capacity during this time, but or the DEA, where basically multi multiple agencies can come together uh, and basically have like a because there's a lot of red tape when you work between agencies. Cut that out. Okay. But in this case, what he's suggesting is the opposite. To allow you to operate under state police jurisdictions. So, does, in the in, in Roy's experience, does this feel like a little strange and, and a little too? It's maybe pushing boundaries a little too much. Oh yeah, it's okay. sh like he said, it's shaky at best because this is more like an on paper thing. Yeah. Okay. You have the feeling that it's more like a piece of tape to try and hold the thing together instead of holding the thing together. Yeah. But it's better than nothing. It is. Gaines, Lang. One more. Only other name I have written down that I found in my book is Grandpa's. But I have no idea if he's night shift or day shift or what. He's night shift. Night, night sh shift's supposed to start in like half an hour. Oh, yeah. Night shift is Jimmy Burks, Dwayne Gaines, Grant Burris, Dennis Pierce, Eric Sanford. Day shift is Aaron Lang, Dwayne, uh, now it's Dwayne Gaines, mm. uh, Bill Middleton, Pat Gentry, Nate Merritt, Warren Wright, Jay Ortega, and Shane Whitaker. I mean, should we try to keep it to the same people that were with us at RJ's house in 30, kind of? Yeah. yeah. Implicated in this whole thing. Whoever's the most, it should it should go most implicated to least implicated. Yeah. Who we bring? So Gaines, Lang, Burris. Are we switching somebody out well, of the hospital? Oh, fuck, dude. Lang would have to leave the hospital. Lang has got to go home and fucking sleep. 
Yeah, but we've been giving him bullshit for. He doesn't have. This is his first thing. <laughs> That's true. He's built different. He's ours. Right. And yeah, he could jump at the occasion. And if I mean, he needs to go to the drug locker and get a little something, something we can turn our head. But right. so it doesn't just have to be officers. Like, I mean, does it I, have I, to be officers? I don't imagine we can stretch this to Davy Jones, can we? He's he's, he's a fucking he's coroner. He's had it. He's, <laughs> a, he's had, had it. enough of our shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> If you can make a case, you can make a case. Becker. <laughs> Becker. <laughs> let's give him a payroll. And then let's Becker. Work. You think I'm kidding. Get Literally just picking NPCs for a squad <laughs> video game. You're trying to make He's in video. town. We might as yeah, well give him work. <laughs> we might as well give him some work. I'm kind of with you. Like, That's what I, He knows. He knows a lot. But Becker wouldn't be like a part of the task force. We would just be like, yo, you want to hitch a ride with us again? <laughs> like, yeah, but you just don't know. We don't, we don't know what we're going to see. And he is such a wealth of knowledge on a certain topic that we're trying to dig into. We're trying to prod at him to get into, because he really, we feel like he won't tell us everything. You're not there, but you have the feeling that he's like elbow deep in a bag of Cheetos in the break room. <laughs> I don't know. Right? What about, what if he could identify one of these guys and tell us something about it? Just like That's kind of what I was thinking. We should ask him to be come with us, but he's not a part of the six. Yeah, to mm -hmm. be fair, if the whole point is to look super inconspicuous, to add a guy that can be implicated to a guy who was just murdered by this squad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, not bring him with us, I think that's fine, but have him on paper is a little sketchy. Yeah. What about the lieutenant? I mean, if you're oh, not yeah. involved, you're if you're not allowed to be on paper, he's probably not. Who? Me? Yeah, or if you're not part of the six. Oh, oh, I thought, is that just that he would be on it anyway, or we have to leave his name off of things? The idea is that the task force would be headed by him. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so that, the lieutenant can join. <laughs> <laughs> would that make sense for the lieutenant? I'm just asking. You would probably think that he would not be involved in the task force. Yeah, maybe we should just, dude, I thought, we, do we bring three guys or four guys to RJ's? RJ's, you brought Dwayne Gaines, uh, Sanford, and Pierce, I believe. Maybe we should just bring them and leave Lang at the hospital. We didn't bring Burris. I thought we brought... Burris was at the locker. Oh, okay. We should totally bring him then. Yeah. He interviewed... That was the guy that interviewed the yeah, two of us. Should, if he's at the locker or RJ's, they can come. All right. Gaines. Right. Well, let's call... I, I walk up to the radio right now, and I'm like... Cops don't have fucking radios. I walk up to the phone, and I pick up the phone, and I call the hospital, and I have to speak to Aaron Lang, but you know, at the fucking hospital room. Mm -hmm. Couple seconds pass. Officer Lang. Lang, this is uh, Sergeant McNeil. Do you have someone stationed with you? Yeah, I'm sitting here with Bill Middleton. Okay. Where's the girl? Next Laura. to me. Okay. I'm gonna need you to hand her with Middleton, and uh, we're gonna we have a we have a we have a mission for you. <laughs> a mission? You can hear his jaw drop on the other end of the phone. <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> Receiver clicks. I say, I'm like, turn your lights on when you're Receiver driving. Receiver already clicked. <laughs> okay. All right, so we got one. 
<laughs> you hear him pull up. <laughs> He's there he crashes through the front door <laughs> at Caleb level speeds. He's flying by. Um, so Gain should be another one. Gain should be definitely another one because he's been fucking everywhere, right? Yeah. Is Gaines in the station? Yeah, he's actually still accessing that database that he was prior. Okay. okay. He would be interrupting your search. And if then are we going Burris? Or are we going one of the Pierce or the other guys who brought the RJs? Let's do Burris. He was in the... Right? I mean, I mean I'm mean, i willing to be right. voted against, but... Burris, Gaines, Lang? Burris, Gaines, Lang. It's the dream team. That is the dream team. Yeah. Okay. So I walk up to... Is Burris in the station? No, he's night shift. He's not in yet. Okay, I give him a call. Okay, you call his house? Yeah. Burris residence. Hey, Burris, this is Sergeant McNeil. Hey, Sarge, how you doing? Pretty good. I know you're uh, just getting ready to come in in the next uh, half hour. Any chance you can come in uh, maybe a little bit sooner? We're, we got something for you. Yeah, sure. I thought you were working day shift. We are. It looks like uh, me and my squad are going to have to work some overtime. So. Okay. Yeah, I can leave right now. All right, thank you. Click. Click. And then walk up to Gaines. Jerry. Yes? Gaines, Jerry has a, has a question for you. <laughs> I have a question for Gaines? Yeah. <laughs> you do. It's a very important question. Detective Flores? Did he just come in? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's just, well, no, he's been here. So, Gaines, we- Hello. Hey, Gaines. We want to ask you- Oh, he was on the database. Yeah. Can you, uh, can you stop what you're doing, baby? Yeah. We're going to need you. For something more important. All right. <laughs> how's, how's the database coming along? Search. Um, well, I was looking into some of the stuff that Caleb was talking about. This, uh, you know, missing bodies and people reported missing. Uh, it's not coming up with a lot of stuff, but I have a feeling that if I start going through some of these John Does and Jane Does in that age range, it might be a little bit more, but as far as named missing persons go, it's going to be a little bit tough. Gotcha, understandable. I mean, got some... You still have some time before wrapping it up. Sure. What do you uh, What do you have in mind? Are you uh, able to work some overtime tonight? Yeah. Okay. Is he day shift guy? Yeah. We. Oh, he's got. He got switched. We right? switched him in yeah. Lang. All right. We got. You didn't switch Lang. Oh God! <laughs> no, he, he was just day right. shift no, in the beginning. No, he's just working eighty hours. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we got we got a uh, a mission for you, and we'll we'll come up and, and grab you. Um, but. Yeah. Are you comfortable working the next, maybe, I want to say six hours? I'm here if you need me. All right, Gaines. Thanks, oh, man. Possum <laughs> All right. Walk over to the lieutenant's office. Mm-hmm. And so, lieutenant, we got our we got our seven. We have our team. Um, and I write the names down on a piece of paper, hand it to him. Okay. Taking Burris. Alright. So, we are in the beginnings of creating Task Force for Fugitive Apprehension between State Police and Linwood Falls PD. Paperwork should all be set up, hopefully by the time you guys get to Minneapolis. 
Do you want me to send the two highway patrol officers that Thornton offered? We have them covered on paper. I don't know if they can be trusted. And we would meet them at the gas station? Yes. I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah. Think we're good. yeah. If we need them in a pinch. That's fair. Yeah, we can... Uh, this address is in Minneapolis. It's outside, outside of Minneapolis in the like, suburbs. Yeah, if, if they can be on standby, sir, I think that would be best. But we do not need to meet them, at first at least. All right. And here's the thing. Like I said, this is shaky. Minneapolis isn't going to know about it. But if you cause a scene, they will. So, a little bit of discretion. Okay? Yes, sir. All right. I... I start to walk out. How far is this drive? About two hours. We gotta get rolling, baby. Yeah. Can I start the, uh... The gearing up for a spy mission montage? Sure. What are you guys bringing? Binoculars. Glow sticks. Fuck yes. Fuck it. They're cannon. Uh... Recording devices. (laughs) I guess. Zenyatas. Do we have any, um... Rifles at the station. Oh yeah, hunting rifles like Remington 700. Yep, 308 caliber. Yeah, we're gonna need some of those. Caution tape in case it gets dirty. (laughs) Burris does eventually come in, makes his way to you. Yeah, he kind of stands there, looks at you. I imagine he walks in mid montage, and we're like grabbing the rifles and the glow sticks and shit. Oh my god! (laughs) And uh, I'm like pulling out a shotgun. I'm signing out the shotgun. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's how's he looking when we're signing all this shit out? Concerned. Okay. How, how good is his shot? About average. You didn't give us stats on these guys. Who's got good speed for this team? <laughs> I mean, if you ask for the stats, I can give you their forty-yard dash times. But you should see Dennis Pierce's vertical. Uh, that's all. <laughs> oh, <I'm> <laughs> okay. I don't want to hand him anything, but I, you know, want to continue with our montage. Aaron Lang shows up as well. Dumb question. There's nothing we have that, like, would help you scale a building, right? Mm, you got some grappling hooks. Do we really? Yeah. Oh, give me that shit. Oh, gonna get on give top? me it. You're going to yes. get on top of the building? Give me some 50 feet of soft rope, too. Okay. Oh, <laughs> feet keep, of soft uh, keep track of whatever you're bringing. Just write, um, it, write um, it down. I mean, I've always had it, but I'm bringing the camera and making sure i got enough film and all. You yep. Know, stocking up. Extra canisters too. Yes, and I'm continuing to not. Well, at this point, I'm not. I'm not carrying the other ones with me, but I have it in my vehicle. Okay. Go the canisters. I also want to grab the tape recorder. Okay. How big is it? Uh, it's about the size of like a VHS tape. Okay. okay. Nice. Yeah, that's not. Okay. So, what's the name of the suburban town? Uh, Aseo. O S S E O. It's a fun name. And what was the uh, gas station attendant? Uh, her name was Jill Singleton. Did she, uh, she get a description on the car they're driving? Did I miss that? The lieutenant did not give you one. Okay. Um, also, on the address for the gas station, it also says Phillips 66, which is the brand of gas station that it is. Along with her, uh, the phone number 
that she called from. Um, let's. I'll make a copy of this whole report. I guess he had a little. Did he have a like, semi notes report kind it, of thing? No, it, it just looked like he was reading notes off of like a notepad. All right. Uh, can I can I see your notepad, Lieutenant? Make, sure. Uh, yeah. Drop Hands it down myself. Yep. Time ticks away. I'm ready if you guys are. Yeah, Let's I'm ready. Um, yeah, I'm good to go. I just want to tell Lieutenant uh, Becker is in the. Uh, conference room upstairs if he needs to be sent home or needs a cab okay yeah uh, I think we're gonna we bring him on the stakeout should we I'm just you know we can tell the lieutenant we're just dropping him off <laughs> but Burris is here and I'm not saying Burris is a rat but we don't know the Burris is not a rat. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying he is a rat but I'm not saying he's <laughs> not still could have a rat in the you mix. also don't have to take him I'm just saying. Well, yeah, if he if we wanted to take him, all we would really get out of him is just like identifying people. But if, if No, I was saying I was saying you don't have to take Burris. Oh. You don't have to. It's just names on a paper. What I'm saying is like assuming we get decent pictures of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we can just bring them back to Becker. Yeah. Has he identified the the pictures that we already have? Did we show him all those pictures? I don't think we technically know which one's which, do we? In those pictures? Who? In the pictures with the horses? I think we have everybody. Oh, yeah, I think we do have everybody in in those pictures. I think we have everybody. But I don't think we showed him all the pictures. Nancy confirmed the names. Have we ever told? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we ever told? Nancy pointed out everybody. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Maybe it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to get license plate. And identifications, and then like maybe where the fuck they're going. Yeah. If we can get any, if anybody can hear anything of that conversation. If 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 I'm close enough, if I'm close enough to the phone and can binocular and see the numbers they press, (laughs) that'd be crazy. (laughs) Oh, I want to bring a toolkit with like screwdrivers and shit. Okay. Can we bring a fingerprinting kit? Yeah, uh, Finn said. Oh, sorry. Can we bring something that like that cleans things really well? Like a, Just like, like a, a general cleaning kit, crime scene cleanup kit. Yeah, but like something that would. Do we have any like wood wipe fingerprints? A rag. Okay. Okay. Wipe. I didn't know if like anything would completely wipe it. We can bring gloves. My yeah. thought. We can do it later. My yeah. thought was, if we get there before them, we watch the phone. We wipe it clean. Oh yeah. We yeah, fingerprint yeah, yeah. what numbers were just pushed. I like that. We don't know the order, but. Yeah. Okay. Gives us something. Yeah. Dwayne Gaines, Aaron Lang, and Grant Burris, uh, in the three of them together, step up to you. <laughs> what? <laughs> that would give us nothing. There would be there would still be like thousands and thousands and thousands of, con- of well, combinations. <laughs> seven numbers. Oh, that's what you're trying to. Ver- I thought you were trying to get their prints. No, Not no, like, no, no. Oh, he like, dialed eight yeah, five six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. I mean, we should still bring it. You, know, yeah. you never know. Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, let's get. Uh, let's do two car or two cars. Uh, two pre. Yeah. Two. Pre- I'm gonna leave. Skip it up, Obinado. What kind of scope? So we're on the rifles. Just uh, it's here. I want them. Like an eight times magnification right. scope. I'm, I'm grabbing like the, the long boys. The longest boys that we got. Yeah, it's probably gonna be eight times. Is night okay. vision shit? Eight and a half times. Not for a police force in the 70s. Yeah, but okay. it's a gas station, so it'll be lit up. Yeah. Okay. Two people per car. Yeah. 
Alright, let's do it. Sarge, I don't want to overstep. What are we doing? Uh, we're, we're driving up to Aseo, and we have a uh, person of interest we want to put our eyes on. and uh, Aseo? Aseo, yeah. I ride out of Minneapolis. Okay. Alright. Okay. Let's do it. How many cars? Three cars. Let's do three. This personal. I'll take my personal. 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 Is there any way that we could bring a radio if we don't bring a... Oh, yeah, you can take the radios out of the cars. Oh, yep. okay, awesome. I'm taking out my... Same. Uh, yeah. My service car. Service yeah, then we should, yeah, we should bring service cars. Yeah. yeah. However, once you get to a certain distance, you won't be connected to the, mm-hmm. the station, station, station. We can hear each other, though, right? Yes. Can we radio to state on these if we're... Yeah, for the sake of brevity, we'll say that uh, Longo talks to Thornton. Thornton gives you, you know, the frequency to get okay. on the state. All right. Yeah, I, I, let's all pull radios out of our cars, put them in our personals, mm-hmm. and let's hit the road. Let's do it. This, uh, this task force doesn't have to have, like, a cool name or anything. Do you ask the lieutenant? Yeah. Um, well, we can come up with an acronym. I suppose... Thought he had something. <laughs> I'm not the creative type. <laughs> I mean, right now it's fugitive apprehension task force. Fat, fat, the fat force. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fat, fat force. force. Fat force. It is. <laughs> Roll out. Be safe. Be discreet. All right. Whatever information you can get. If it gets too hairy. Don't be afraid to pull out, okay? That's what she said. Pause. Our pull-out game is strong, Lieutenant. <laughs> I was going to say pause. Get to work. Get it done. You guys are late already. Go. Lieutenant, yeah. it's the 70s. Everything's hairy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go, I, I, I want to walk up to the phone again. Mm-hmm. And I want to call my house phone. Yeah. And does April answer? It rings twice. McNeil residence. Hey April, it's it's Roy. Hi Uncle Roy. Um, look, sorry I got super caught up in work. Uh, can we push our dinner to tomorrow? The phone clicks. Ooh, damn boy. Okay. All right, I I go. <laughs> God damn it, I say. God damn it, <laughs> and I go. Brutal. Yeah. Women. No, I'm <laughs> what uh? What three cars are you guys taking? My truck. Oh, right in the truck. Truck. Take okay. my personal. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with you. Okay. Um, I turn to the other three officers. Any of you guys have a? Uh... I look at all their personal cars. Mm-hmm. What, are they, what am I looking at? Dwayne Gaines drives a motorcycle. <laughs> it has not come up yet, but Dwayne Gaines drives a motorcycle. Okay. Uh, Aaron Lang drives like a beat up Impala, and Grant Burris drives a cool ass fixed up Cutlass. 
Can we just talk about like I'm <laughs> just imagining games like we're in fucking Minnesota. It's January. It's like <laughs> cold as fuck. It's snowing, and he rolls up on his fucking Harley. <laughs> Let's go. Games. It's snowing. I ain't no bitch. <laughs> um. All right. Gaines, uh, no, you don't. You have a fucking motorcycle, Lang. <laughs> I don't want to take Burris's car, Lang. How about you go through your, your your radio and your personal, and take these guys and, and follow our tail. Okay, you got it. All right, let's do it, Sarge. Yeah. Um, are we allowed to be doing this? Does he look concerned? A little. Okay. It's Lang still does. Aaron Lang, but it's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put my hand on his shoulder, and I, I smile, and I'm like, Lang, you're with us. You're with Sergeant McNeil and his three detectives. The rest of the fat task force. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be a part of the fat force, <laughs> buckle up, because we're riding. Sarge? I'm fat as fuck. Go, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go. You guys make your way out front. Aaron Lag makes his way to his police car, takes out the radio. You guys also notice something a little unexpected. Becker outside smoking a cigarette, talking with someone. On the phone? Nope. In person, uh, you see like the edge of their head as you step a little closer. A familiar figure. Dr. Bastian Becker is having a conversation with journalist Mike McAllister what the fuck hmm maybe about 10 yards say maybe 15 yards off of the entrance to the PD I'm I, I turn I say alright we're, we're gonna pull the cars around the back of the station you guys gotta clear this up I walk back yeah Alright, I'll just walk right over to Yeah, I walk up too. Can I grab you by the shoulder? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> Does he know you're a... Oh, he's met you again. Never mind. Yeah, Cut yeah, off. Yeah, Cut off. That's why I wasn't like, thinking. I see him. I'm just like... I spit. I light a cigarette. And I start walking over. Good mm. days. Kind of like hustling a little bit. But I don't like... When I get there, I'm not aggressive at all. Yeah. I just yeah. approach. So, not even like breaking the conversation at all. They're still talking. Something about snow. They stop. Bastion looks over at you. Um, Mike McAllister looks at you, and he kind of gives you like a wry smile. <laughs> yeah. How are you, Mike? I'm well, Ray. Just chit-chatting. <sighs> um, I'm not looking to dip my nose in anything. I'm just uh, here to tell Becker, um, Fat Force, and I. Um, we're about to go out in a little... Um, I'll call it a mission, but I'm, you know, it's not really a mission. Fat Force. <laughs> How goes the investigation otherwise? I don't really care what Mike McCallister is saying. Just right completely now. cutting him out. Mm -hmm. Okay, do you want me to leave now or do you want me to stay here? It's up to you. If you're not going to be here, then I guess I'll just head back to my room. You might want to come. Uh, I don't really want to say much more. I glance at Mike. Okay, you want me to come? I can come. 
I'll come with you, detective. Mike McAllister. Where are you guys going? You have a good one, man. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Don't, and, and, don't. And I, and I grab Becker and kind of like rear him in and start kind of briskly, kind of like how I jogged up, mm -hmm. slow jog. Start doing that away. Mm -hmm. As you're walking away, Mike McAllister says at a almost uncomfortable volume. I know about the coffin. And some other stuff. I just want to talk. Not now. I see you're busy. But when you get the chance. Keep walking. Uh, no, I, I... When he says when you get the chance, I'll, I'll stop if I'm too far away. And I'll just push Becker kind of, you know. Yeah, and he stumbles a little bit and <laughs> continues his steps. Mm-hmm. I look over my shoulder. Back to him. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, like, just keep talking. I just want a couple of questions answered for the article. And I can help you, too. If you need help with anything, but it seems like you have everything under control. I'm willing to talk. But, like you said, got our hands full right now. I gotta run. Can he I, gives you a nod. In that little amount of time, did you turn around and stop walking and then... I'm imagining, because I was with you, I'm, I'm imagining like I'm still walking with Becker. Yeah. Can I look at Becker and be like, did you tell him about the coffin? No. I didn't even know he was writing an article or anything like that. He was just asking me about the weather. Alright. Sorry. I'm just getting in the car. Mike McAllister stands there and still finishes his cigarette. Roy, where were you going? I wanted to like just go get the cars ready. Warm them up. You know, um, and I, I wanted to do it in a way where like Mike McAllister, if this is possible, would not see three vehicles filled with officers. It's easy enough for you to do that. Okay. Yeah. I want to keep my eye on him. Does he walk back to a car? If you watch him for like a couple, like a minute. Yeah. Puts Can out I a cigarette, walks back to his uh, car. It's the same car I saw. The same car. Yes. All right. As long as we recognize the car. That's all I care about. Yes. And if you even roll... Roll search. Sixty-eight on sixty-five. Sixty-eight on sixty-five. Yeah, he just gets in his car. Bastard. Did you need it? No. Oh. Um. Oh, while Roy's getting the radio, can I grab my, uh... My collection of maps. Yeah. With me. To bring yep. to his personal. At this point, we're pushing like almost seven o'clock now. Mm -hmm. Gotta get going. Let's do it. Aaron Lang in his car with Grant Burris and Dwayne Gaines. Uh, I believe Ray and Jerry are together in a car. And Roy and, and Caleb Becker. in the other. And yeah, which car does, do you guys guide Becker towards? Our car. Your car? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What and then the three officers in Lang's yep. car. Okay. What do you guys do? I turn the Hawaii Five-O soundtrack on and I start fucking rolling towards Aseo. Yeah, I pretty much floor it in the truck. Let her loose. Yeah. Okay. Can I look like rear views? Yeah. Like McAllister isn't following us, right? Roll search. Yeah, I was going to like keep an eye on behind us too. Ninety on a something that's not a ninety. Ninety on a forty-two. You don't see any cars following you. Okay. 
Can I... I mean, obviously not for Mike McAllister, but just in a general... Uh, Part of me doesn't care, man. Yeah, just in a general check to see if anybody else is. I'm gonna keep in mind that you guys are high alert, actively keeping watch. I'll ask for an alertness roll if it comes up. Okay, cool. Um, Two-hour drive here, guys. Any conversations that happen on this drive? I want to ask Becker... Um, also, I'm sorry, and I imagine you would check that the radios work. The radios do work. Ask Becker. I just want to be like, what was the whole conversation? Did you just go out for a cigarette and he, he was there? Yeah, he No, well, he walked up to me. I was From just, the car? Yeah, I think so. Maybe the parking lot? How long was he there? In, I don't know, a couple minutes. He just struck up a conversation. Hmm. Just asked about the weather. Yeah, he asked if we were expecting snow, just making small talk. Uh, we were only talking for maybe about 30 seconds before you came over. I look at you and I'm like, how does he know about the coffin? Well, what's this phrase? Uh, who else knew about knew about the coffin? They knew about the transport. Who was the other guy that had the case? Um, can't remember his name. The Duke. So, uh, Al Duke. He told us he had a lead on that, too. Listen, pe people have told us about this before. We've heard about this. I don't know. This guy just snoops in the wrong places, I feel like. I mean... Rose me the wrong way. I guess we're snooping in the wrong places, too, because we know all the same shit. Yeah, I guess so. There's stuff that he shouldn't know, though, that he does. I want to know why and how. Yeah, I gotta find out if he uh, if he talked to that boy. Maybe he started having more dreams. That that boy did. That has nothing to do with the coffin. You know. All I can think about is, is he stalking us, or is he getting information from somebody? This guy's everywhere we go. Doesn't feel weird to you? Can I roll... to... check myself on whether I, through all what I've seen, really honestly think that he is just a persistent reporter and investigator? I want you to roll two successive human intelligence rolls. In okay. They're for two different things, just to make that clear. Okay, the first one. The first one is a fifty-six on a sixty-six. Okay. The second one is a 79 on a 66. So here's what you know about reporters that you have interacted with prior. They are persistent. It is their means to survive, is to get information that other reporters can't. You have not interacted with one to this degree have shown up multiple times seemingly out of the blue second 
your interactions with Mike McAllister, he seems snide, snarky, know-it-all, maybe. But he does not operate in the typical way that a normal reporter does. Whether or not that points to alternate motivations, or if he is just a different breed. That being said, what you are sure of is that he hasn't particularly threatened you, and he also hasn't done anything outside of the realm that you would imagine reporters you have interacted with prior wouldn't have done. You also understand that this is a huge case, and you would understand that if a reporter got the full scoop of what you've been doing, that's the piece of a lifetime. I don't know. I think... I think it's good to keep giving them breadcrumbs. But we won't ever give him the whole thing. We gotta make sure he doesn't see the, the big this picture. Guy, this guy finds everything out. But, but what if we... I mean, we're gonna find something out from him the next time I talk to him. 100%. Like what? How do you find out about the coffin? You're just gonna ask him? He's just gonna tell you? Well, he's gonna ask me for something in exchange. You gonna give it to him? We gotta think of something good. But we need to know how he knows. Unless, uh, you could think of anything, Becker. You know, uh, anyone you were studying with, or, I don't know, I that, mean, uh, that Weiss who studied with, has shared notes with, any any kind of fanatic friends, no one. No one from Rome even studied a different project and heard about this. I mean, your buddy died, right? He did. What you need to understand is that Weiss was a lone wolf. He had no friends other than me, at least not that I knew of. On top of that, I didn't know about the coffin. It postdates any of the relics or artifacts that we looked at in Rome. This is outside of my original scope of any of this research. How? Hmm. Well, I'm just picking your brain. How would you explain? If there's any other way than just him being crazy, like you say, him linking the coffin to Rome in his journal. Rome was the first time that he was exposed to Hopsagos and Ecos. The name of that deity is on that coffin. Yeah, but no one else looked into this in Rome? No one even heard about this? Well, a report was generated for the Security Council for the United Nations that we were part of. I'm sure that our research was a much smaller footnote and all the other research there. It wasn't as all-encompassing as some of the other research. I mean, the Italians stole the Egyptian artifacts. They stole ancient African civilization artifacts. They stole gold and silver 
and all of that was much more important than what we were looking into. When you were there, amongst all those other treasures, were there any instances that you can recall of, I don't know, some of these valuable things going missing at points doing the research? No. They were all very carefully inventoried. That was the whole point of the project, was to return these artifacts to where they belonged. Uh, I guess what I'm asking is, there was no one that was unsavory or had any unsavory connections that you might even surmise within the research group or anyone part of this project. To my knowledge, we were all historians and anthropologists above all. And th these pieces, at least, the ones that we were researching, were not particularly valuable. There's an old saying in the bazaars where booksellers leave books out when they close their shops. They just leave them there because the thief doesn't read and a reader doesn't steal. It's basically what these artifacts were. Only important to people who had any kind of context or understood the historical significance. They weren't valuable, at least not the ones we were looking at. Chunks of clay. Bits of bone. But what about that... that thing we grabbed out of... It was in a detective... Caleb... Caleb's desk. Um... You grabbed it from Wise Clay's house. I don't know. He said he got that from them. Same people he saw the call from with. The only logical explanation that I have is that what we had in Rome wasn't all that there was. And that's not a reach. That's exactly what I was thinking. The fact that you have items depicting this that like I said post date anything that we were looking at leads me to believe that it is more widespread than I originally thought how far away are we at this point you guys are still about an hour out any conversations in the other car you look cute tonight thank you um yeah I guess I got my head down on the map and um I turned to I turned to Roy at one point and uh, I'm yeah I'm uh, I'm uh, sorry about earlier it's just those uh, those little spots that I can't remember they're they're hazy it feels it feels like it did in the locker when we were first there where it was all nothing at first I don't remember it happening and then it all comes rushing back um i was sitting there when we were loading the coffin and thinking about it now it uh that wasn't where i saw it this morning it wasn't in that back left corner 
So you think someone might have come in after the fact? It was in the middle. It looked like where we left it that night. Did you try to push it at the time? That's the part I can't... I can't get to. So someone must have... Someone, something, somehow must have moved it. But why? Why to just the back corner? Why not try to take it unless there was something we missed in there the first time? We dug through every inch of that thing unless... We couldn't move it when we were there unless there was something underneath. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I, all I think it tells us is that there's somebody... There's somebody we're unaware of going back to the scenes, going... Looking through everything. I mean... After looking at RJ's and Bobby's, I think that was obvious from the start, but... There's somebody watching us close. We gotta have eyes... We don't have enough eyes to keep them pointed in every direction, at least in this town. Maybe we could get someone to just only watch the storage unit. Two guys that we trust. There's not that many people that we trust though. jump cut absolute fucking smash cut to the uh third car back aaron lang Dwayne gaines grant burris just jamming out listening <laughs> to me tapping on the steering wheel let's go anything else before you proceed to sale uh <clears throat> yeah i just want to brief becker mm -hmm. on what we're about to do sure do you do you hold anything back I don't say any names. Well, I'll say RJ because that's we've said that. You know, mm. that's known. Um, yeah, I'm not going to show any pictures or anything while I'm driving. Um, yeah, I just won't name names. And I'll, you know, just I'm not getting super specific, but I, I yeah, I give him the gist of what's going on. Mm -hmm. And he does say he asks, "Does this connect to?" Weiss in any way? Yes. Maybe not as directly as we all might crave it to. Who knows? Maybe it will, but it definitely does. Uh, detective? May I have a gun? I reach in my shirt and I'm like <laughs> take off my personal and I give it to him he holds it kind of like weighs it in his hand a little bit puts it in his inside jacket pocket and doesn't, I, doesn't say a word I imagine when this happened Jerry kind of like like gives him a look like what the fuck are you gonna give him a gun but like but like he he like trusts you but he's like at the same time he's like he kind of doesn't like it like Somebody behind him that he just met today has a gun behind him. <laughs> like, on to a sale. Yep. The highways buzz past you, and it's nighttime now. 
and it's pretty dark. But eventually, you pass and enter Minneapolis. Driving through Minneapolis, the traffic is a little rough. But eventually, you make your way out of Minneapolis towards the northwest and enter the small suburb of Aseo. Consulting the map with the address that you were given, it takes you a little bit of time, maybe you miss a turn, but eventually you reach a Phillips 66 gas station. No cars in front of the gas pumps, two cars in the parking lot, all the lights are on, and it's almost like a beacon, because Aseo itself is fairly sparse. You pass some town or some townhouses, uh, there's a bar that you pass, but eventually you get here. Sorry, what time is it? At this point, we're looking at 9 o'clock, 9.05. Okay. And I imagine with the way that you're doing this, you pass it. So it's behind you now. I'm not sure if you want to turn around, park somewhere else, but you are in the general area of it. What buildings are next to it, if any? Like, it, is it a busy yep. area? So the gas station itself is situated across the street from a supermarket. There's a supermarket that's there. There's a large parking lot connected to that uh, supermarket. And there's also what looks like a dive bar um, directly next to the gas station. It's called Dick's. What has the busiest parking lot? And how busy are they? The bar has, it's maybe about half full the grocery store, the supermarket, is probably about half full, too, but that parking lot is bigger. So there's more cars there, but, like, less relative activity. I uh, pull into the grocery store parking lot, like, far, mm. dark, whatever corner, you know, I can find that would be a little far away from the from across the street. Okay. What, what's behind the gas station? Woods. Okay. Um. Did we see a certain side that the payphones on or is it inside you would have to get a little closer to see and it does look like there's not a visible payphone outside okay uh, um and that would also track with what lieutenant longo told you that they asked to use the payphone inside the I was it was outside. it's like all windows on the front of the building i assume so the yep. back of the building is all closed off you would assume you're not close enough to get a really great view in the woods behind it are uh, look like flat. I mean, there's no like elevation or anything. Not that you can immediately see. No. Okay. Did we call this lady? No. No. Not yet. This, how big is the store? The like, gas station. Can we not get somebody behind the desk? I could hear the conversation. Or do you, I mean, I guess he would be like kind of quiet, but like. I, can we? Uh, like, do you get like I, I, once we pull and I, once I pull into the parking lot, I get out. Of the the, the other two cars pull up. Yeah. Next okay. Year. So. I, I want to pull out the VHS size tape recorder and I want to say I mean if Jill Singleton is working um, maybe she would comply and allow us to put this in the in the payphone like, I mean, we don't have to do any crazy wiring we just open up the box put it in and close it we've used this before is there like a general like radius that we feel this sort of record up to? I'd say, like, to be able to completely discern what's being said, probably six to seven feet. 
Would it have to be completely unobstructed? Yes. Okay. And again, uh, I'll give you a better description of the gas station. You guys are currently across the street, and, like, there's the actual pumps, and then the gas station building. Um, so you guys are still a ways away. Maybe if you use the binoculars, you can get maybe a better look. But at this point, Aaron Lang and company get out, stretch their legs to make it clear. Those three are all, all uniformed as well, just to say that. Okay, that's fine. I think we're going to be closer than this. I agree. I, I figure we just get a plan before we get close. Yeah. Got to talk to her. No reason we can't yeah, walk up uh, in there right now. What time is it? Uh, like 9, 10. Uh, okay. So some of y'all get in there, talk to her, figure out if you can bug it. I'm going to walk around, scope out a good spot. Okay, I turn to the other officers and I say, okay, uh, right now all we need from you guys, keep your eyes on that gas station and let us know if you see any cars pull in. That's all we ask. Or anybody, you know, case in the joint. Should we stay in our cars? Car. Singular. Yeah. They got binoculars and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, beginning the preliminary surveillance of the Phillips 66 gas station where Ronald Jordan Quinnen was spotted. That's where we're going to pick up next session. Are these payphones, do they have a box? Thanks for listening to this episode of LFVCU, a Nasty Table production. Please be sure to follow us on social media. We're active on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at the nasty table.